0: excited to have our Bruin brother, my comedy brother, and his sister, but definitely our family from way back. Introducing Kim Spencer, because you got to go ladies first, and Chris Spencer, our Bruin partner and executive producer, writer, comedy legend extraordinaire, the first host of Vibe in the building with us, the Spencer siblings. How y'all doing?
1: Great! (laughs) <laughs> <Superb>. <laughs> Yay! We got Chris. I mean,
2: I feel like you know. We got. No, stop. I've <laughs> done.
3: I've, I've done everything y'all have ever asked of me. Yes. Oh, it's a
4: timing issue.
3: today from your first talk show. <laughs> Yo, yes.
4: what? What was Yeah. I don't even
3: remember that. Right?
4: Yeah. It I was. that it.
3: I did the thing we did in Miami. Yes. You all oh, know, y'all always, did that for me.
0: Yeah, we did that for you. Yeah. And that that turned out great. That was pretty dope. I saw the I saw the uh, commercial for it. it oh, I oh,
2: that's right. Oh, that was
0: cool. Oh. A tire, Yep. Yeah. But we, you always show up, Chris. You always do show up. It's, you you like the big fish. We always try to reel in the boat. It takes a little time, but we get you on.
2: Because, you know, oh, we're man. in Oakland, and we'll just roll up on him if he don't show up, too. We're like, we're there for you i Don't get confused.
3: I'm not yeah. going to talk smack about how long it took me to get y'all on the phone the other day, but it's okay.
0: Hey,
3: hey.
2: Let you start. You can't start on that now.
0: <laughs> yeah, not as long as it took <laughs> we, us to get you on this podcast, right, so we still right. win it.
4: Exactly.
0: Oh. That's true. How are you guys good. doing during the quarantine? I'm good. I'm excellent. Yeah, all right. Are you
2: guys
1: talking more during the quarantine, or do you guys get to communicate? Yeah. yeah. In the beginning, you know, everyone was a little bit nervous, so they were calling right. every minute. Are you OK today? Are you OK today?
3: We'll <laughs> <laughs> see that everybody's funny in a
1: second, you guys. Right, right. <laughs> oh, but, I see.
2: So he's like the big brother that checks on you kind of type for person. That's kind of cool. We, uh,
1: yep. I'm still his baby little spoiled sister. He just had a birthday. Oh happy uh, birthday. birthday! And he's fifty-two, and I'm twenty-five times two.
0: All right. Oh,
1: oh okay. That's cool. That's a big birthday. Yeah.
2: yeah. We have ageless birthdays in our family now because our mom refuses to tell her age, so now we stop had to stop telling our age because eventually it would tell her age. So we yeah. have a family of ageless birthdays.
0: Okay. Yeah. Even my daughter said I can't tell her age no more. I was like, "Uh, you still in your twenties? What are you talking about?" She's like, right? "But I'm getting closer." I'm. I said, like, "Okay, fine. Whatever." It works. It works. Yeah. So, so how how was it growing up with with, with Chris as a as a big brother? Comedy twenty four
1: seven. Comedy. Comedy twenty four seven. I used to have to try not to laugh. I practiced not to laugh. I like, had to hold my face during like, I'm not going to laugh.
4: <laughs> OK.
1: That's funny. Comedy from the beginning.
4: OK.
2: Because Kente actually was quiet growing up. So that's interesting. And Chris was always com- comedy, even as a child.
1: <laughs> yes. We were like wildcats. We had so much fun. Really smart. You know, stayed at the top of his game. Competitive. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, a leader. One, you know, it was we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun growing up.
0: That is a sister that adores her big brother because she read all of that. Didn't even have to pay her for that little speech. She called her brother okay. a leader. <laughs> He's a leader. Chris, how how was it being the a, a big brother?
3: She was already so savvy that it wasn't like I ever had to teach her anything. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? She was book smart. She was street smart. She was funny. So it was never like, hey, let me tell you about this. She'd be like, nigga, I already know about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I was his shadow watching him behind. scenes. so, okay, yeah. you know? I was yeah. his shadow behind. So I was behind, like, ooh, wee, okay. Yeah, so okay. it made me, you know, it made me, I think, str- a lot stronger, you know? Nice. It was awesome, though. It was awesome, though. Guys, he always came in like first place in the spelling bees. He was, he thought he knew Kung Fu and he never took a class. <laughs> he, he swore he was Bruce Lee when he removed to Inglewood and he was not, but he had the whole neighborhood full. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, you, was, you
4: guys moved cool to
0: Inglewood. Where did, where did you, uh, where were you born? Where did you go? Where were you born, living before Inglewood?
3: Just Los Angeles area. lived in LA proper. Okay. Then we moved to Inglewood and then we moved. To, we graduated school in South Pasadena.
0: Yeah, oh. okay, yeah. Because I remember when you came to UCLA, you was like, I'm from Pasadena. And then right. we got into comedy, you are like, I'm from
3: Inglewood. I was like,
4: wait, what happened?
3: When did that happen? I usually tell white people South Pasadena and black people Inglewood. So you must there must have been some white people around. <laughs> it was at UCLA, so there was a whole bunch of white people around. That is <laughs> funny. <laughs> because you say Inglewood, there's too many questions after, oh, my God, did you, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because they-, you, know, sometimes they are, you guys say, Oakland, and sometimes you say the Bay. Yeah. That's okay. true.
2: Now, that is true. Right? Especially when back in the day, we, people didn't always know where Oakland was. So, if they right. didn't know the Raiders, they're like, okay, where's Oakland? Yeah. Right. They just started giving Oakland credit when the Warriors won, like, two two or three championships. Then they gave right. credit. They were yeah, all- It took at least three, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to win, like, five championships, have a boycott, but then to finally say they play in Oakland, California.
0: And then right. they moved, and they were like, "Cool, now we could just say San Francisco." <laughs> so, so how how was how was it moving from uh, L.A. proper to Inglewood? Because uh, Hope Flood said when she moved from I think Jefferson and Adams and moved to Inglewood, it was like moving
3: to like the Black Beverly Hills. Was that like was it like that for y'all? Well, we were young. We were uh, I was in the second grade, I think she was in kindergarten when we first, okay. maybe even before that. Yeah, second grade. So. We were kids, you know what I mean. So it wasn't like this neighborhood was that much better than that neighborhood because where we came from wasn't that bad, and then where we, when we and then where we went was was I guess better. There were more kids on the block we got to play with. I mean, we grew up with them. So the people in LA, we we I remember a couple names, but I had like no best friends. Like the people in Inglewood, I still talk to to this day because we lived there for a longer amount of time.
0: You guys moved in the middle of the year. Yeah, March of 83. Uh-huh. 84. How, now, how 83.
1: was that? Okay. Well, that must have been that was a culture shock. Way. It was right. really weird for me. I think we have two different perspectives on it. It was really a, a shocking thing. Chris and I, like I said, we were at the top of our game in Inglewood. We were both skip when We were younger. Mm. Um, we were like, you know, the best in our class. And um, when I moved to South Pasadena, I kind of felt like because it was more diverse with a lot of Asians and white people, I was just regular. I wasn't that super smart girl anymore.
4: Oh, that missing the curve. shocking,
1: the first thing. The first thing, so I saw the educational system in in Los Angeles was a lot different than what they were offering in like maybe the San Gabriel Valleys or areas where they were more culturally diverse. Mm. Okay. The books now, were first, different.
2: Is, is this your first interview together? The two of you, we know we like exclusives. We had ever app- It is? Proud. Ever. Okay.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Ever. <laughs>
0: Well, let let me ask you this, Kim, since uh, Chris, you said, was always a clown. And I know when you're you're a clown, you're always inspired to be in the entertainment business. As a kid, you start going out. Did you ever try to to get in acting or go on commercial auditions or anything like that growing up?
1: Kind of just like being the shadow of my brother. Yeah, Uh I mean, like... I was just telling my friend, I, did like, I tried to do like a Rodney Allen Rippy commercial for Burger King one time. And um, I think that Chris was on an interview one time and he was something with the Silvers. Remember that, Chris? Oh, that snap. God, you're so I remember like running into good. people. And I kind of was, you know, but not really. Like my brother kind of helped me like to do like production assistant and executive production assistant on a couple of his things. So that's okay. how I kind of kind of
0: got in. So you're more behind the scenes. You like being more behind the scenes.
1: Yes,
3: definitely. OK. So Chris,
2: Chris, you, you, Chris you were in entertainment as a child. You guys started
3: early on in your I had a couple First of all, let's get a quick time out. Why is your camera and lighting so perfect, Shonda? What, 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 what you, cause that's, cause my,
2: that's my aura.
0: Shonda Ooh. gets on. Shonda been on here since 11 o'clock. And I day. did our
2: sound check early. So no, do, you not- do you have a light kit? <laughs> do you have a light kit?
4: Ooh. Yes, she has, down. She has, oh, she's, she's shining. Okay, yes. got you. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold the,
3: the question. Rolling,
0: sorry, I was just control control, He was enamored with your with your perfect sheen. He's like, why does she look so good? Well uh, oh, the question was from Shonda. Uh, you want to run the question back, Shonda?
2: I'll show you the behind the scenes, Chris. After when we go.
0: Uh, no, the,
2: I now Kristen had me all in my like,
0: uh, yeah, you got my, oh, you asked him,
2: oh, uh, no, I said, Chris, you actually started your career as a child in LA. A child oh, yeah,
3: so I I, had commerc- you- I did a commercial for Mattel at the age of six or eight, nice six, and uh, and then the just the having to take off work to take the kid on an audition just became too much, so we, I kind of faded out of that until I got to, like, high school and then I started acting again. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, okay. You're like how I, your mom probably was with you like I am with my son. Like, you have, you're have, you so funny, you need to get paid for that. So. Wait, time out. You
3: have a son? Yes.
4: yes.
2: <laughs> a grown adult son. Yes. To to it. Son.
3: Yeah, grown
2: so, kid. My son is, I can tell his age, he's 23. We'll do a sidebar.
3: Let me, figure, let me see if I really know he's been,
2: he's been in, <laughs> But He's been acting and in, in commercials since he was uh, 17 months.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh,
2: 17 one. he's trying to, he's behind the scenes here. He's trying to like get his little shout out, like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: You didn't know that was there my son. Oh, I don't know my Facebook TV. What you doing? Good.
4: You
1: haven't seen my post, I'm always posting about him. But thank you. So Chris, you should also mention your comedy. Like, um, I kind of see like from the beginning, not only but like daddy, but remember like how you thought you were Houdini. <laughs>
4: <laughs> My
1: brother would have everywhere he would, everywhere we went, he would have people tie him up with their ties, their ropes, everything. <laughs> he would have people tie him up. And it was always escape. Really? We always we escape. Only one always time have. I didn't escape.
3: We were in the eighth grade. I was going to this Catholic school. You remember this, Maria? We weren't Regina? in the eighth.
1: We're younger than that.
3: Eighth younger grade.
1: That.
3: Okay. You're we, in the sixth. We were in sixth so, grade. Remember, we got kicked out. So the we went to Monroe after. So this dude brought this thing his name was Eric Webb. Eric Webb, he comes, he tries to do stand-up every now and then, can't they? I think I know the uh, name. He brought this leather like thing they used to hold slaves with. Oh. Right. Man. It was like it was thin and they just it was simple. It was just <laughs> it was almost like those bolo ties. It was skinny. Yeah. And your did this. And it, I said, yo, I can get out of that. So why did he give it? To, why did he put me in it in church? No. Oh, so they saw us. Fiddling, you don't remember this, Kim? So they saw us fiddling with it, and Sister Mary Julie Louise. <laughs> she's like, read the next hymnal, Chris. The next whatever. And I got up and I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> with your
2: hands tied in a knot.
3: <laughs> yes. I got suspended. It was near. It was around Christmas break, so we just never came back. Oh, dang. It just sounds tougher to say I got kicked out of Catholic school.
0: Yeah. Not not trying. It, it doesn't sound a little. It sounds like tonight you been soft to say, I was trying to be Harry Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked out I'm of tied school. up in church. <laughs> Who gets kicked out of school for magic? Right. <laughs> Black people. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> so, so, Christo, when did you, because I remember we were in college, and you were, you were like Junior Magic Johnson in the... uh In the men's gym and everything, like Chris was the own one of the only non scholarship athletes to be playing with the professional athletes in the men's gym. I'd be on the sideline, like,
3: how he get in there? He don't even, he ain't even on the team, (laughs)
4: right?
0: But how, when did you get into like uh comedy? Because I, I just looked at 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 one at college
3: at UCLA, which is weird. You you weren't even thinking about stand up then, huh? Nope, uh uh.
2: Kite wasn't even yeah. thinking oh, about acting at UCLA. He got discovered at UCLA on yeah. campus for a major commercial.
0: He wasn't yeah, even, I, I was the one going there to be my yeah. model in entertainment. Yeah, Shonda was a, a, a model, and, and she was in music videos and all that. I just came to UCLA to go to UCLA because I didn't get into the University of Pennsylvania. So I was like, I'm just gonna go to no, UCLA. Got, and he and didn't,
4: Daddy didn't let you go?
0: No, no. I, one of my teachers bowed me down. Whole long story. Okay, okay, that's yeah. So. Uh, I came to UCLA, and I was playing basketball in the Wooden Center, and this guy came up and was like, uh, y'all want to be in a commercial? And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I know how L.A. works. You're not getting me, stranger danger. And it was like <laughs> four of us, and he took, our, took a Polaroid. That's how long ago it was. And then they called me, and I ended up doing a Cleveland Power Company commercial, and Shonda was like, just do it on the side. So I was doing commercials in college, And I didn't even think about doing stand up till I think almost my end of my senior year, my mama came down and was like, We're getting you on stage somewhere. But you were already well in it by then.
3: Yeah. So Suli and I started doing like, uh, you know, the white frats would have Rush Week. Yeah. And so they would want entertainment for the guys that were coming to the frats. So me, him, and about a couple other guys would create a comedy club who would perform
4: during
3: Rush Week. And then we were perform in Ackerman. Okay. So my, yeah. my first paid gig that you were at, which you were at, you might not remember, is I Andre Farr bought Public Enemy yep. in UCLA. And I opened for Public Enemy. And I was supposed to do a 15-minute set. And I only had five minutes. And I bombed for 14 minutes. <laughs> and it wasn't until... I finally heard that Chuck D and them had just got got there. Uh-huh. And Andre's like, all right, last day, we got to go, we got to go. And somebody heckled me, and I did the old standard. They said, why are you messing with me while I'm at work? I don't come to your job and bounce on the bed. <laughs> standard, how do you handle a heckler? Right. And got a big laugh. And I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, flavor, flavor, Chuck D, public enemy. Wow. And I was out. Wow. <laughs> so- but
2: nobody remembers you bombing. I don't even remember yeah. that part.
3: You just remember that anybody, people don't even remember me.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, I was there and I don't remember you oh. as the MC. But all we need is a comedian is that one laugh and be like, I'll be back next week. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I should realize we had
2: created that comedy cafe That's pretty uh Ingenious! I didn't even really, they didn't even have things like that back then. You know what I mean? It's like now it's a model, but back then they didn't really
4: have that kind of platform.
3: Yeah, we were performing the coupe. Yeah. yeah, Because we brought Seinfeld out there, so our little comedy club. We had Mark Curry, we had Don Reed, we had Rob Schneider, and then I remember one night we brought Jerry Seinfeld. Did you see LA? Yes. And we had to pick straws to see, who, you know, who, what the order was. And I remember I picked the smallest straw, and I was first. And I was like, yo, man, I was trying to trade everybody. <laughs> yo, we go? And he's like, why don't you want to go first? <laughs> I said, well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I want to go to somewhere in a middle of the show, maybe close, show. He goes, if you go first, you get to dictate the pace. And we were like, yeah. And then everybody started fighting me about who wants to go first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we want to go first now. That's dope. Man. That is yeah. funny. You, you, that's, that's sneaky. I didn't know that part.
2: So, Kim, you're not. Are you in entertainment at all? Are you in that space? Because mm. it's LA. A lot of LA, like you're not really somewhat. You're not dabbling. really. A
1: little, bit. bit Sometimes when I feel like it. <laughs>
2: like what area? What area <laughs> yeah.
1: are you, do you dabble? Well, in? I, I, I do catering and I do production assistant also.
2: Okay. Yes. Yes. So my mom, our mom had a catering company for years, one of the largest ones in the Bay Area. Mm
4: -hmm. Oh
1: nice.
2: Yeah, yeah she loved it. She's a nurse, she's a nurse now, she went back to nursing, but it's a labor of love. So you can cook.
1: Yes I can. You can hook Mm -hmm. it up, okay. Yes I can.
0: So we know where to come for Sunday dinner. I mostly mostly
1: cook Jamaican food though. I mostly specialize in Jamaican cooking oh okay. that's right
2: your family yeah. has roots in jamaica right you guys are everyone
1: yeah yeah yep okay.
2: Somebody's oh. kente's daughter just made this cornish hen jerk chicken cornish hen and she posted oh, yeah. it on instagram it looks so good i'm like that's gonna be on the menu for thanksgiving next year yeah, sure. move on. Dinner. I, I, I jerk my turkey
1: i jerk my turkey every time and every time i jerk it Anyone who tastes it, they're cooking it for Christmas. Oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. I yeah, it's so. really good. I cook it upside down and I jerk it. Yep.
0: You cook it? So you flip the turkey on his back?
1: <laughs> I put it on his breast so it can get real juicy, juicier than everyone else's. Okay. And then uh, maybe 30 minutes before, I'll turn it back over so it can get the right color and browning. But I'm winning because... The breast is extra full of all the juices Ooh, that it's been right. cooking in for about three or four hours. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. We ready. always
2: come to L.A. for Thanksgiving, so if we're not in shelter in place, I guess we'll be doing some drive-bys to some church yeah, What jer- okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in L.A.? Our aunt, we've been coming to L.A. since we were little. Uh, it was a family tradition. My mom's older, our mom's older sister is in L.A. She's been in L.A. all of our lives. Um, with her family in in Gardena. Yeah,
4: so, Gardena. She
2: like, oh. you know, was with Gaston Green and all of them. They all, they all, and Sonia Barbara. All of them went, went to the school. Green. My cousin
0: Darren. Yeah. who went Dia to, went, um, Dia went uh, to uh, Gardena High. With yeah. the <laughs> Dia lived around the corner from from uh, cousin Darren. So every time I see DL, I be like, you know, my cousin Darren. He be like, oh yeah, that's my boy, that's my dude. I'm like, Darren, he gets really <laughs> excited about you. You must have saved his life or something. No, Dara was way
2: cool because Dara was driving at the age of twelve a, a, a coupe de Ville Cadillac around town. So he was like the cool guy. You know, Layla, Rashawn, and all them—they and all lived on the same block. They all grew up together. So he oh, was wow. always a cool. Yeah. Layla from Cerritos? She went to. They moved to Cerritos, so they did oh, okay. the Gardena, and then they did the Cerritos move. Yeah.
0: Right, now, Cerritos <laughs> is better than Gardena Compton border <laughs> in terms of for white
3: folks. But my That's mother, so funny. lived there. So funny hearing you say my mom because we had some friends we grew up with in Englewood, and they would talk to each other like they were they weren't related. Like she he would go, Sean, my mom said come inside," <laughs> and they were brothers.
4: Uh,
3: Remember yeah. that?
2: I know, but I always I, I always and I call her mommy to everybody. So elected officials, anybody, I'm, I introduce her as mommy. So they go, "Hi, mommy," because it's like her name is mommy, right. and so that's pretty right. neat. But yeah, so we would come down there every Thanksgiving. That was a family tradition. And then last year was the first year we had done it in a long time cuz everybody has kids and that cousin Darren now moves in Ohio, lives in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. His mom is still in Gardena. So last year we started back coming to LA with our kids and our parents. Yeah. And it was like it used to be so much fun coming down there, you know. That's why I was coming to UCLA and never coming back to Oakland. That was my plan. Yeah. Right.
4: Went back coming to, Oakland, to
2: Oakland, Oakland. Never leave going to LA, never coming back. Yeah. To keep up with the latest on What Sibling Rivalry podcast, please subscribe to us on your favorite platform. On Apple Podcasts, click on the subscribe button. And please don't forget to leave us a review and rating. On Spotify, click on the follow button under our picture. And on Stitcher, click on the plus sign under our picture. This will keep you up-to-date on all the fun and funny. L.A.
0: Was, yeah, that was, like I said, our cousin, he had a white Coupe DeVille, and he used to, I used to think it was a lowrider, but he just put cinder blocks in the trunk to make it lower because his father wouldn't pay for the hydraulics.
3: That's hilarious.
4: All those stories. Yeah.
2: All the throwbacks, you know. Yeah. Speaking of throwbacks, like what what was your growing up? What was one of your favorite sitcoms when you guys were growing up?
1: Um. The Super Friends. your <laughs> Twin Powers activate.
0: <laughs> okay. I didn't want a cartoon with it.
1: I'm <laughs> more of oh. I'm just a bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know what oh, yeah. of my favorite times growing no, I, up. My costume was the Jacksons. I love Waco We grew America up, up with uh, the Sanford and Son, the Jeffersons. Yeah. yeah. They, Good
0: that, time. And that's when they used I, to say nigga on, on the air and not even trip. Like, they showed a cut, like, Stanford, Fred Sanford and George Jefferson, the two people I first heard yes. say out their
3: mouth. Nigga, please. What? Oh, Lord. 8 30 on, on Thursday night. I remember one line, One of his lines was he was trying to ask the judge for some kind of leniency. Yeah. And he goes, but well, some something, something, black people. He goes, you got enough niggas in there to make a Tarzan movie. Right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and they
0: all just laughed. And it was like, okay, move to the next scene. It wasn't no whole oh, uproar about the N word, it was just like, and hey, next week on Sanford and Son.
2: And that's funny, I don't even remember that, because that was always a bad word for us, but I don't remember it being on TV, and I just saw a clip of Little House on the Prairie, and they had the young the Todd young,
4: uh, Brayden, uh, uh, yeah. and he was Laura, the next one, I don't remember watching
2: shows and seeing that that blatant, that's crazy.
0: Well, we never watched. I never watched Little House on the Prairie. I did? Yeah, I did
1: a lot. Yeah, yeah I, remember
0: I remember George Jefferson because he said it to Lou Gossett when Lou Gossett was hitting on uh Wheezy.
2: Now's a bad word. Yeah, good times is mine. I used to love good times. Yeah, especially hey, with. Up? James was such a dad's dad. He reminded me of my dad. He
0: would,
4: he would, he would, the friends if they would acting up.
0: That was the best episode when he whooped the, whooped the son, whooped the son, with Michael's friend
1: in the back room. He's like, everybody <laughs> in <getting> this house. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, okay. We have, we have some of those families on our street. We had families that looked like that on oh, our
2: street. It's like James and yeah, definitely. So your dad wasn't like a James type of person? He wasn't
3: that kind of... Well, they got divorced 19- when we were younger.
4: Okay.
3: And so when we saw him, it was Disneyland. You oh, know, right. It was the weekends, right. he gonna take us and make sure we had a great weekend, you know what I mean? He's trying to impress y'all. Like, I'm she the was, was more of a disciplinarian.
0: You said your mom was a disciplinarian?
3: Yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, my dad, just, he always tells me this story. There was one time I had did something bad, and my mom told him to come whoop me. And he had did it before. And then the next time he came, he said he just hit the bed and told me to pretend like I was getting hit. He was like, you ain't going to... And then he told her, you ain't going to have me coming over here to spank them no more. That ain't going to happen.
0: Right. He's like, just play along. Just play along. You're an actor. Act like I hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. That's a throw question. Growing up, who was your favorite singer or favorite rapper?
3: So, this, so you got to when well you say growing up. We mean you in middle, middle school, up. You got to pick an era. Middle school, up. Middle yeah,
4: school, up, then. So we 80s? didn't
0: get rapping until middle yeah, school. 80s. Yeah, 80s, because we were in college 90s. In the 80s, yes, the front yeah. time.
1: Kim? Prince, maybe. Oh okay new edition you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i remember her first album she won an album uh on the radio you know you call the radio oh yeah i think it was rap what was his name ray parker jr oh nope. or something like that no you're i, I still can see it
3: you got a sylvester oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it
2: they just did a unsung on him. I didn't even realize all his backstory.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his backstory. All I don't know is she won. I was like, you can win. You know, you always call. It's always right. remember with a busy, a busy signal, and yeah. she won a Sylvester album. Oh wow,
1: that's,
3: that's funny. That's like you we
0: win Sylvester. Fifteen eighty k, day. 1580 <laughs> k. That's the phone yeah. number. <laughs> I used to have to go to the top, when I used to drive the Blazer in Oakland, You used to have to go up to the top of Skyline and turn on 1580 K, that's the only place in Oakland you could listen to
3: 1580
4: K there. Wow. Awesome.
0: all the rap and everything. And I was like, what is this station out of LA? They got the best music. Oh, y'all didn't have nothing like that? We had, the only thing we had was KCOO, but it was only on Sunday. From five to seven in the, in the evening. Oh yeah, The rest of it was R and B. You know that was back when rap they would only thing we had was rappers delight. But K Day had like iced
3: tea and yes, Ice and I tea there, and there, like, rapping rapping over here. All right. Yep. Yeah. Like that's what yeah, I heard LA New dream. York stuff. The New York stuff was popular then. Run DMC and LL. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, I mean Run DMC when I, when I ran for uh. Uh, at high school, I ran for commissioner of assemblies, and I rapped to "Hard Times." Hilarious!
2: That was your campaign.
3: Yeah, I was about to say.
0: I want to hear some lyrics. Uh, uh, and one—that's
2: uh, <laughs> the babysitter, baby sister extraordinaire. She's like <laughs> one. My brother. Yeah.
1: One. <laughs> I don't think we were at the school too long before you ran too, Chris. Were you, were we there the next a whole best, year? The next, next year. Were we the there a few year. months and you just came in and started running things and took over one commissioner of assemblies? How did that go? Were we there a year?
3: A year. It was my senior okay. year. Okay.
1: Okay. What is the
0: commissioner of assemblies? Whenever
3: somebody came to town to perform in the auditorium. Uh-huh. That's how I got my hosting chops. Oh wow! I was the host, ladies and gentlemen. We have a magician here from Long Island, New York, yeah, giving up for the amazing Randy or whatever. Oh, okay. So you've oh, been wow. Hosting.
2: That's how so to... LA. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. We
4: didn't have anything like that. We
3: had saying, we... shows. Yeah. Never had we... nobody come perform with the auditorium.
0: Yeah, but they uh, wouldn't. High school. We did. we did. We had. They had. They, had... they didn't have a performance. We'd have like. We were the Catholic school, so it'd be like. Catholic choirs that come.
3: Man. Let me tell you something. When we were at Morningside, it was ridiculous. We had DeBarge come. Wow. We had Junior oh. come, what? mama used to say.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. LA. Yeah, yeah. So and then after I left every, I mean, I'm sure even more, but there was always whoever was the new hot artist would come and perform at the high school. Because they knew they wanted to get those black kids to buy records.
4: Right. right. <laughs>
3: Like my friends at Alex and Duro, who went to Fairfax, yeah. they had a uh, heavy D come to the school. Wow! Yeah, so you know, if they want them black dollars, they know we are gonna spend some money, so they would have artists come to the school. That's dope. They we would
2: come see. to the records, record
0: company, record stores here. Yeah, they would come to Leopards. We, we had that too. Yeah. Like we, I didn't, I didn't see, we see we concerts till we got to UCLA, and they
3: <laughs> had concerts right in the middle of campus. This is amazing. That's Just why so like, you come to L.A. Ironically, <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, uh, at UCLA I was hosting stuff, and Dre brought Hammer down, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
3: Nobody that. knew who Hammer was except people like Kente <laughs> yeah. and Mary. Yeah. Because <laughs> they yeah. were from the Bay. We are like MC Hammer. Yeah. No, but remember
1: yeah. when Jay, Hammer
2: Jay brought those Hammer. girls and they had all that tie-out
3: and everybody yeah. was like, Y'all don't look remember, like that. You see,
0: I, I was dancing with them. <laughs> yeah, three, five, three, seven. Five, I, was seven. Like, <laughs> I
3: have Chris get on the stage. We all remember, went to high school together. Remember, it was outside, right? Yeah. You know that little area, Shonda, down. you were there. Yes. You know, right there. The nose of my
4: people. Always we still like to together. <laughs> huh? Okay.
3: Shonda, I always feel like you were gone when I got there. Well, <laughs> yeah. Shonda was still there, we're but twins, Shonda.
1: Remember, we're twins.
3: Yeah. She You
0: lived yeah. off campus. You lived yeah. off campus, and Shonda had this thing that. When she got to be in her senior year, it was high school or in college. I was young. Like, then. You guys are beneath me. You guys
2: are y'all so older than me. me now, but y'all was young then. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. We, we was at the same school at the same time. Cause Cause I, didn't, I didn't
3: remember before. I would see glimpses of you. Yep. That was. I would, you were. You were. That's Kente's sister. <laughs> right, right. <Yep. laughs>
2: yeah, that's what I would get. I would always know what people were, what, school they were, what level they were at our school when they would see me because they either be like, your Kente sister, or Kente would get your Shonda's brother.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm right. Like, okay. Yeah. They'd be like, well, we, we're, we're like, nah, bro, that ain't happening.
4: Hmm. Yeah.
2: Now, Kim, what did you think when, when Chris became the host of Vibe? Because that was like a big thing for us. That was like pretty huge, I thought. Yeah. Because I was oh, like, wow, just, uh,
1: Chris, you snatched that from a lot of people. People wanted that gig. Long deserved. He just, you know, he had been working on his career, like he said, since he was like six years old. He thinks that he probably was hosting right after high school, but no. Every time family would come over, he would put on a show. Come on, let's put on a show. You know, when we were like 12, 10, 11, we'd go to Jamaica. He would get the cousins together. we put on a show there. You know, everywhere we went, we'd go to New York to our family, but he'd be hosting a show there, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he he used, I know you can a long it. time,
4: a long, long time. time. That's,
0: that's, I I love that you're, you're in your family, you have your biggest fan. And biggest fans, because Kim is, every time she mentions Chris, she get the side glow on her face. He's
3: long old. Dude. He should have been doing it in 1977. He should have think. She, I think she missed her calling as an entertainer. It's all in the
1: family. It's all in the family with my dad, though. But like I said, he worked hard, and mm-hmm. I saw him do a lot. He did a lot of studying, trying to, you know, develop his career when he was at UCLA and after classes and this and that. And I, I saw the... Uh, all the nights that he was going out in the beginning and the struggle that it was for comedians. It wasn't easy at all. But like I said, he was always a winner. So we were going to make it happen. So yeah. you did your
2: 10,000 hours, Chris. See? By the time you got the vibe gig, you had already clocked your 10,000 hours. So you uh, she
3: says this, yeah. She's right, because. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of studies. Between the, and the pop-locking classes. and the, the magic shows. <laughs> hey,
0: that's what I was going to ask you, Chris. Pop-locking or dancing? which one? Which one? Oh,
3: I was a, I was a popper.
0: Pop-locking.
2: If you in LA, it's pop-locking all day long.
3: Okay. I, I remember, I thought, even... I thought I was nice until we went to the Bay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, did we pop-lock in the Bay? Yeah. They used to pop-lock in the pop-locking. Bay. Pop-locking started
3: in the Bay. Yeah. I always thought it was in LA. Yeah. Oh, well, it's yeah. like, uh... Richmond. Stockton. Stockton. <laughs> Boogaloo okay. Sam and Book... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, you got, but but people in Oakland don't consider that the bay, no,
2: no, no. but still, I didn't even know it was up here because I always thought about Shabadoo was down in LA. I thought he was like,
3: right,
0: that's because LA has soul train, so we didn't, so they everything
3: was like, like, we started. So I remember we had a cousin who lived in Pleasant Hill, okay, so so we would go up there, you know, every summer. And we would go to a party or something, and we'd be sending little Filipino dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popping, That's right. And the Filipinos was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" And then we go to Fisherman's Wharf. Right. And we'd brothers, and I'm like, I guess I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> that's funny. I like,
2: used to say back in the day that people would come to Oakland and get stuff, and go back to LA. They'd be on Soul Train dancing, and then, then they well, listen.
3: Go Richard up. Pryor. Yep. Yeah. Cut his got to, for him to get better, he went up to the bay, yep. and hit. And that's how he found his voice in the early 70s, late yeah. 60s, early 70s. Because he, he felt, he felt like he was too much like he felt he was too much like Bill Cosby, yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of the best audiences I've ever been in front of was in the bay. That's true. Yeah. Everybody that's right. why they felt like he should shoot his specials in the bay,
4: yeah. That's
0: yep. why he come to the bay, like he would when he had that period where he went dark. He would go to Sweet Jimmy's and do three hour shows and wouldn't tell nobody until like two hours
3: before the show and it'd be packed out. I remember, what's the show? What's the, what's the club in, in the Bay now? Uh, now? Oh, Tommy uh, T's. Tee- yeah. Tommy T's. Tee- Tee- all right. So, Tommy T's, all this was great. I said, you know what I love about the Bay? All these <laughs> black people here went to college. Now, well, most of y'all only went for a year, but all y'all at least went to. <laughs> and went, yeah.
4: That's funny, right? That it's funny.
2: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Oakland's a tough audience. Because the one thing about Oakland is, if they love you, they are gonna pour all kind of love on you. Right. If you Come here wrong, or oh, they gonna just be just as bad on you. Guys, pack your bags and leave. Yeah,
3: because so like, like Oakland, Oakland gangsters. They always were, like, smart. Like, they'll shoot you, but it'd be like, hey, man, uh, before you take me to jail, grab my James Baldwin book and give it to my mom. Oh, yeah. It
0: was well read. Like, the first paid gig I did as a comedian was at the End Zone, and Joey Wells was hosting. I swear to God on my mom, I was just about to say, Joey Wells must have been hosting. Joey Wells was the host, and he said, look over there in the front row. He said, you got 10 minutes. I probably had, like, seven minutes of material. He was like, them cats, cats over there? and they say, all right, partner, wrap it up, get your ass off the stage. He said, because they cha- Joe Torrey couldn't come to Oakland for 10 years because they were looking for him because Joe Torrey came and bagged on, and these dudes in front of o was the killers. It was, it was in, the end zone was on 35th. It was in the hood. In the so, hood hood. Yeah, and Joe Torrey was doing that stuff that he does and was capping on them and they're going too hard, and they right. were like, all right, player, we, we didn't have enough of that. And they said they chased him to Oakland Airport. <laughs> and he hadn't come he didn't come back for like ten years.
4: Yeah,
2: like the Crips and the Bloods could never come to Oakland because yeah. Oakland, it's like one, we're not that kind of organized. And two, you can't just come into Oakland unless you got cousin, family, yeah. somebody checking. Right. So they yeah. never got to organize here. They like went everywhere else outside, but Oakland right. always had its own right. street, right. street game, but not the Crips mm-hmm. and Bloods kind of
0: game.
3: <laughs> Steve Harvey got booed in Oakland.
0: Oh, yeah. That's how, I just found out, that's how Bernie Mac started closing King of Comedy, because Bernie went before Steve, and Steve came out doing that hosting stuff, and they were like, from now on, Steve can only be Oh, It wasn't
3: so much he did hosting stuff. He was up there talking about how much money he had, and how he was doing this, and that, and this. And they was like, nigga, we don't care. Bottle.
0: Yeah. I heard
3: they were throwing so, bananas and everything the next at him. The next year, Steve went up there, and his first joke was, we ain't gonna be throwing bottles and shit, are we? And, all, <laughs> and they all screamed, and he had them, like, you know, putty in his hands and killed Yeah. Because yeah. the one
2: thing about Oakland is, it's like, since it's so small and concentrated, there's no line of demarcation. So, like, if you had a party back in the day here, you'd have people of afflu- affluent, affluent, and then you have people in the hood all partying together, and it never matters. So you never flaunted whatever you had here. Right. Like So you might have really? an outfit, you might have a car you drive in Oakland and a car you drive in San Francisco. Or a yeah. car in LA and Oakland, because it's like all that
0: flaunt, that does not yeah. work here, so. You know? fun? They're flaunting to get you jacked, because they be right. like, oh, player, we're gonna meet you right outside, we're gonna get you from here. <laughs> <care for us." laughs> it keeps you us.
4: humble.
2: It's like, don't yeah. get up here flaunting too much, because yeah. it's not that city, so. That's another reason why I like
0: LA. I like all the bling and all. You that. like all that? Like, I like all that. Yeah, people in Oakland be like, "Hey, homie, that's your car." You be like, "Nah, nah, they ain't even mine." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm about you're to park have it around tour the right corner, now. around There's the somebody. block. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you would park around the corner so they would never see your car, and then you go to the party because you wouldn't know who was there. Yeah,
2: wow. and that was was a cool part because you know everybody's like, "You guys are all down to earth from Oakland," because it's like you could not be because at some point you're gonna—it's not segregated. You're gonna see yeah. each other. So you couldn't just be on one side of town and never know everything that happens in Oakland impacts all of us. So if something's going down, you know. like even to get to the airport, you gotta go through so many demographics to get to the airport in Oakland. Even if you lived in the highest of the hills, to get to the airport, you gotta go. So you know there's no, everybody's in it for real here. So it keeps everybody kind of real to the same level until like now things are kind of shifting a bit, but they're still trying to hold on to that realness of Oakland. And I know is kind of going through that same kind of change, too.
3: You yeah, know, it's very... Uh, a lot of gentrification in Inglewood, mm-hmm. especially with the stadium coming.
0: Oh, yeah. They take it yeah. over.
3: These little houses that cost 250000 300000 are like a million dollars now. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Same year. right. Yeah. Same thing. Well, Spencer, siblings, we want to thank you for giving us your time this afternoon, thank th- today, Kim. We want to thank you for getting on and getting back off because Chris has us to do. So, <laughs> 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 this is a ruling. We always okay, so.
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Chris, thank you for making time and and getting on. You know, you are our brother. We we love you. Absolutely. Love all you do. Uh, we're gonna be talking again soon.
2: And we're also going to get you guys. We're going to get the information so you can give a shout out to us when the show airs. It'll be airing in about a week or so.
0: Yeah, and definitely on
2: podcast and on on YouTube.
0: Yeah, because what we do and like you, like we see in your family, this show shondas is what it what it's all about.
2: At the end of the day, it's all about love.
0: Yeah, all about love. Yeah, hey, I like that. I like him. I like him we hanging
3: out. Uh, We're going over Kim. Hey, Mr. Like, we love Kim.
2: We got some jerk turkey to get down on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm like, I'm already like, she she says she flaps, flaps it up, flips it, and rubs it down.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, well, I'm I'm going to go heat up my curry gourd I made last night with the right rice. I'm oh. The, salad, the plantain. Sorry, Chris, you're not here. <laughs> Sorry, the shelter in place. She can't get you none either. <laughs>
3: Love you guys. Love, Love, you, you, Love
4: you. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me. Nice meeting you, Let's meet you guys.
3: Nice meeting you.
4: We got-